0: I mean, when I tell you I had no clue, I really had no clue. I was beyond shocked, I would say. And then it, you know, you go, it's a whole range of emotions. It's, it's you know, I was super sad, and then I was super pissed, and it kind of oscillated between those two quite a bit. Welcome to Life with a Sherry on Top. I am your host, Sherry, and today I am joined again by my husband, Kevin. Hey, baby. Hi. How are you? Beautiful. I am good, handsome. How are you?
1: Good. Thank you.
0: So we never uh, discuss ahead of time what I wanted to, t- what I want to talk about.
1: I was told to sit down and start <laughs> talking. <laughs> the,
0: the reason I do that is because I want it to be spontaneous. I don't want you to overthink anything like thinking ahead. You of, know
1: that's how I operate much better.
0: I totally do. Yeah. I'm not hinting at anything but I do want to talk about divorce.
1: Okay, hey, all right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um not a hint. <laughs> Perfectly happily married the two of us. But I do want to talk about divorce in your experience, my experience and then kind of what we've learned from mm. divorce. So, the listeners are obviously aware this is the second marriage for both of us mm-hmm. I was married for three years got divorced because my husband was having an affair uh that I found out about because I was planning his surprise 30th birthday party uh <laughs> and this was back in the day when this was long before computers guys so uh, he had an address book that he kept in his briefcase. Well, the old black book. That's right. And I was uh, planning the surprise party, and he—I think he was fishing for the weekend. So hmm. while he was gone, I took the opportunity to take the address book out of the briefcase and start writing the invitations. Well, uh, when I went to go get the uh, address book. Out of the briefcase, there were all these love letters oh. from somebody named, that she signed everything Kitten. So <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure who it was at the time, but uh, he certainly called her Kitten.
1: Better than the grown-up word for Kitten. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway, sorry.
1: Continue. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> maybe not. I found these letters and I was, uh, when I tell you the the rug was pulled out from underneath my world. That's yeah. no exaggeration. Oh, it was a little crazy. So I was doing this on a Sunday morning, and he was coming home that afternoon. The, the longer I had to wait, the obviously, the angrier I got. At first, I was just shocked, and then I became incredibly angry. Yeah. So I waited for him to come home, and when, so when you walked into our door at the house, The door swung to the right, swung open to the right. Mm -hmm. And to the left immediately were the stairs. And there was like two steps and then a landing and then the rest of the steps going up.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: So I waited for him on that landing because my intention was to punch him square in the face the minute he walked into the the door. So (laughs) of course it was. I mean, that's just, I was that angry. So I don't know how long I waited. It seemed like an an eternity, but I knew he was supposed to be home around a certain time. And and he got home around that time, but it did seem like an eternity. And I was standing there on the stairs and the door opens and I go to take a swing at his face and I miss because he sees me coming Hmm. and he like takes a half a step back. So I ended up punching him in the neck But, you know, he was like, what the fuck? What are you doing? You know? (laughs) And I said, who the fuck is getting? And he looked at me. With these panicked eyes and then said, no getting out of that one. Well, there was. He figured out a way because he said. I'm not talking about this with you. And turned around and left. And went to stay at his parents' house, which further enraged me because now you're not even giving me the opportunity for a fight. Yeah, right. You know? So then it was a, a battle for me in terms of, I mean, when I tell you I had no clue, I really had no clue. And so I was beyond shocked, I would say. And then it, you know, you go, it's a whole range of emotions. It's, sure. it's, you know, I was super sad and then I was super pissed and it kind of
1: oscillated between those two quite a bit. Yeah. Did you know where par- where his parents lived? Did you go over there at all? Or no?
0: I, yeah, of course I knew where his parents
1: lived. I'll <laughs> well, just say, you know, I'm just...
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't go over there. I waited for him to come to me and it was, I don't know, three or four days, I think, before he... Got the balls to come talk to me about it and then wouldn't tell me who she was. But again, back, back before computers and cell phones were fairly new, you used to get an itemized bill with all the numbers with yeah. all the phone numbers yeah. on it. So I uh, figured out who it was based on all of these phone calls. And then I learned that it was somebody that he worked with. So me being 30 and incredibly angry, I decided that I was going to go to her house and surprise her and beat the crap out of her because I'm an idiot at 30. And, you know, for for whatever reason, in my head, it wasn't, this was not his fault. This was somehow all her fault. Mm, I can see that. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was insane. Yeah. So I I 796 the phone number, which I don't even know if that's still a thing. I don't think so. (laughs) But you used to be able to dial 796, and the phone number would give you the address. So that's what I did. And I learned where she lived, and I went out, and I called my father,
1: the police officer. I was going to say he was a policeman. (laughs)
0: from in front of her house. And I said, Hey, um, this is what I plan on doing. How much bail money am I going (laughs) to (laughs) need? And he was like, Oh, my God, Sherry. He said, Okay, um, first of all, you're being an idiot. But I know I'm not going to talk you out of this. So you're going to need you know, whatever and do not mention my name.
1: (laughs) You know, (laughs) So I was like, don't pull out my card. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So okay. That was a deal, you know? So I waited and I waited and I waited, and she wasn't coming home. So then I started walking up the driveway because I thought, well, let me see if I can break into her house. Oh, Jesus. And re- oh, I know, I'm telling you, I was, I was insane at the time. Because you, I think you really lose your mind when you're unexpectedly confronted with an affair.
2: Mm, like, of course. Uh, yeah, I would <laughs>
0: If I, I had a suspicion, I, I think it would have been different, but I had zero clue that this was going on. So anyway, so I walked up her driveway and the, the window, one of the windows was partially open. So I went, but it was like higher than my head. So I kind of, and it was a brick side of a house. So I was like climbing up the brick to try to push the window open. And then when I, when I got my face up to the window, I realized she lives with her parents and this is her parents house (laughs) and her parents are in the kitchen. Oh shit. Oh shit is right. And I was like, Oh, I can't do this in front of her parents, you know? So I never, I never got the chance to, to beat her up, which is what I wanted to do. That was a stupid thing to do. In the first place, because it's certainly, I mean, while she knew we were married because I had met her, it wasn't a one-sided thing. You know, my right. my anger he was misdirected. He should do
1: that too, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. My,
0: my anger should have been with him and wasn't at the time. So anyway, so I figured out that she lived with her parents and drove home very defeated because now I don't... Now I didn't even get the opportunity to do what I wanted to do to her. Mm-hmm. And he's not talking to me. Long story longer, once he once he talked to me about it, uh, it w- there was a discussion about what we were going to do, you know, and the discussion was, well, we still loved each other and maybe we'll give this a try.
1: And you were okay with that even after? No, no. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. I'm just...
0: <laughs> I was so not okay with it, but I did love him. And I thought, okay, there's a there's a huge backstory to this in terms of his health. He was in very poor health. And, you know, I th- I thought maybe psychologically he had something going on with him about, you know, life and death situations. And so, and I was making excuses, mm-hmm. basically. Lo and behold, it wasn't working out. Is anybody shocked Shocker. by that? I,
1: yeah, I am. So,
0: <laughs> so uh, marriage counseling became the uh, thing to do. Hmm. And so we went to the marriage counselor. And uh, I don't know, five or ten minutes into the discussion, the marriage counselor said to him, "Do you still love Sherry?" And he said, "Yes." And she said do you love
2: the yes. other person? Yes. Yeah.
0: The other person. And he paused. And that was my final straw where like, he didn't even get a chance to answer. He paused. And that was enough for me to be like, okay, go fuck yourself, buddy. So <laughs> I just, I stood up, I said, fuck you. I walked out, I drove myself home. And that was pretty much that. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd only been married three years. We didn't have kids. We didn't have many assets. We didn't have anything. And I'm, you know me. So I go like this when I'm pissed. I say, fuck you. I don't care about anything. And so I, I left him the house. I got an apartment. I, I think I moved out with my clothes and my TV. Because, hmm. you know, the TV was really important. You gotta this. have a TV. <laughs> And that was that for basically for our marriage. That's a a short synopsis of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But I know you had like an entirely different experience because you guys were married. I think you said 17 years. Yeah,
1: almost 18. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So
0: So what was your experience?
1: Well, yeah, completely, completely different, uh, obviously. So we, you know, we were married young. We were, I was 21. She was no, I was 22. She was 21. Yeah, you know, we, we just got married a little too young, I think. But long story short, I mean, the, the, our divorce came from multiple reasons. One of them being we grew apart between my travel and her business when you're doing her thing. And I had lost a job when, you know, things were kind of crazy in the, uh, I won't say the dates, but they were crazy in the times. Lost a, a pretty well-paying position that was very difficult to recoup from. and. Ever since then it was obvious that I was kind of on my own trying to figure this out. I wasn't getting much help from the other side, and uh it just became one of those things where it's like i you know i do i I always wanted to be married with her yeah I, I wanted to stay with her, but it came to the point where just we, we weren't getting along we were doing different things. we started you know with as I was out of work for almost a year and a half so you know the house was being foreclosed uh, foreclosed, and yeah. that was obviously a huge issue, but we could have worked through all that but uh you know i it was probably the best thing that could have happened, but i didn't I wasn't ready for it, so you know in in your explanation of your anger and you know resentment yeah, I, I was just confused, like why the fuck can't we figure this out, why, yeah. You know, I've been working a couple of jobs uh, for you know, twelve, fifteen hours out of twenty-four hours a day
2: mm-hmm.
1: and trying to keep everything together, at least find a new location. Right. Um that we could afford. And but um I moved into <laughs> I moved into a friend's house who was uh, probably not that good of a friend because he was charging me five hundred and fifty dollars a month for a fucking room <laughs> uh in a two bedroom house. And I couldn't park in the driveway. I could. There was a lot of things. So, uh, you know, he did me a solid, at least giving me a place for a while. But it was, um, it was tough. I was in a really bad spot because I was just confused on why, you know, when you start to say you're going to be with somebody forever and you have your vows, and why do you not support that and make an effort to really make it work? And that, and that was hard. That was very difficult on me. I, I went into some really bad times with that. So you felt like she
0: kind of gave up on things? Did she yeah, come I to mean, you for a divorce?
1: Yeah, we, you know, she, yes. She okay. had talked about it for a long time. And, you know, we had talked, and I kept talking about trying to figure it out and, and trying to different ways. And it's, you know, it was, it's a very strange situation. I'll, I'll throw something else in there that is unique in our situation was we were the, we were the only persons that we've ever been with. Right. So we met in high school. We were, you know, we stayed together through high school. We stayed together. We got married, blah, blah, blah. So I had no idea what was going to happen on the other side of the fence. I had never I had been there in, you know, 20 years. Yeah. So uh, and, and now I'm, you know, much older and, and trying to figure all that out. So, yeah, she, she uh, it was her idea initially. And obviously, at some point I ended up agreeing, although I didn't really want to. And, yeah. and I did, ple- I begged for her to stay and figure it out. And there's, there's some other things that are involved with all that too. But the, in, in general, just as far as how the reaction of things were for my end, again, I was just, I was really confused on what was, what was happening and why, and more confused on what was my future. You know, right. you, you were you were very solid in your decision and knew what you were doing and had a position with a company that you were I did, comfortable yeah. with. And I, I was still out of a job at that point point, yeah. and trying to, you know, like where the, I mean, I could have spiraled really hard. And I think I did for a bit, but I I, I had some decent support with some good friends who uh, stepped in and just kind of kept things in the right direction, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, and funny, you mentioned friends, because I know exactly who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you, guys. <laughs> um, with my friends, you know, I had, I hadn't really realized that in the three years I was married, I wasn't spending any time with my friends.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So when I left, I left and I was alone. Yeah, Like, I was, I felt very isolated, even though yes, I did have a very good job and that I had worked at forever. And that doesn't make you any less lonely. Right? So I I actually reached out to my core group of friends, you know, that I've had since elementary school, Mm -hmm. and said, Hey, I'm sorry that I haven't been around lately. I've been a really shitty friend to you. But but now I need you. So can you come back? (laughs) (laughs) And um, they were all very gracious. And of course, I, I mean, I nothing happened. It wasn't like we had a falling out. I yeah. just became so involved in my life with him that sure,
1: no, totally my friends, got it. yeah, yeah. We we made a lot of mutual friends during right. our relationship, and funny you say that during you know or after the announcement and our divorce and everything, I lost a lot of those friends. Yeah, and and that's a very interesting thing too because you find the true friends that step up and help out and do things for you and with you and and help you along a little bit, and some of the others go by the by, and it's just interesting because it's nobody asked how I was doing. The assumption obviously was I cheated on her. That's just which is usual assumption for everybody, right? I mean, that's what it happened to you.
2: It it did happen to me. It happens to
1: most, you know, a lot of people. Which I guess is just what happened. So, so a lot of people came to her aid. Yeah. Which even kind of pissed me off a little bit more at times. Right. It was like, well, what the fuck? I mean, I'm, she's still got a job. Yeah, She's still doing fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I'm sitting here going, well, hey, I could use a little hand, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah. But again, your true friends come out and you, you filter through that and, you know, move on your way.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, I mean, obviously divorce is a life altering event. What good do you think came out of it in the in the end, don't say me, because I'm, I don't mean, you know, and, and we lived happily ever after, which we are, obviously, but in the short term, did you learn any like valuable lessons that you've, that you've, that you think are beneficial in your life now?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, we summarize all the things that we were just talking about. And one of the biggest issues within my marriage was I changed Myself, numerous amount of times, the way that I acted, the way that I reacted, to be pleasant, pleasantly received, is probably <laughs> the best way to put okay. that. So I, I became a little bit more of a different person. The biggest thing I learned from that is don't change yourself. Yeah, the, the more you're changing yourself, the more you're risking not only your integrity and your personality, but you're also risking your relationship because you're not being true to that person. Right. So I, I've definitely learned to just be myself, be more open, be more honest, be more, you know, talk about anything I can think of or anything that comes to mind, which is what I think we do. Yeah. And, you know, it just, um, it also put me back into a, uh, kind of reset me a little bit for work. And when I got a job, I dug into it. I just buried myself into it. Right. And I, you know, that was a recreation of everything. It's how I started when I was a kid. I did that when I was 16. Um, You know, buried myself into the job that I had as a kid at service merchandise working at Christmas and (laughs) ended up being a store manager with them. And that's, you know, right. So I did that same thing and just really got into what I was doing and made sure I was fully committed. And and that came out of that as well.
0: Yeah. I did you ever think you'd get married again?
1: Yeah, I kind of, well, initially, no, I'm like, fuck, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time effort, you know, and and then, you know, for what? But it it, it was, there was a lot of hassle in between. And um, initially I said, no way. And then I also said, after I gathered myself for about a year, I kind of went, maybe I do need somebody to help control things a little with with my lifestyle and <laughs> the way things were running at that point in time was pretty hot and heavy. But, you know, I did feel like eventually I need a partner in life. Yeah. So I don't initially I was. said no way. But then I thought, yeah, I probably could. If okay. I met the right person.
0: Yeah. I, I know that most women, at least most divorced women that I know, always, always say, I'm never getting married again, you know, and I never said that. I said, I don't think I'll ever get married again, but I didn't mean it in the terms of I don't want to be married again. Mm -hmm. I meant it as I don't think I'm ever going to find anybody that I find trustworthy enough to move
1: forward with. Especially after your experience.
0: Yeah. But I tried not to let that like.
1: You don't. You can.
0: I was going to say you can attest to this. I'm not a jealous person. Yeah. I, at least I don't think I am. No,
1: I, I don't think you are I, either.
0: I, I just, I don't have it in me to be jealous because I've, I have always thought this way. You either want to be with me or you don't. Mm-hmm. Me being jealous is not going to change your mind. Mm. I just find that, I find that emotion odd. Mm.
1: That's really well said. Cause I think I, and not, I do know I was a jealous guy in my first marriage. Really? Yeah, I felt like I was like for for a few reasons here or there, and I and I don't a long time ago I specifically yeah. recall that, but I do feel like I I had that response occasionally, and that's that's a really good point you put there.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I've always felt that way. I just always have. So it's valid. When I when I said I don't think I'll ever get married again, I didn't mean it as I don't want to get married again. I just meant it as I don't I don't think I'll ever find somebody that. I think is marriable, Mm -hmm. you know, is that a word? Marriable? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. It is now. So (laughs) moving forward in my life, I became incredibly independent Mm -hmm. and just did everything by myself for myself with my friends, obviously. I mean, Mm -hmm. I had, I had a great group of friends and a great job and, but I wasn't, I guess I wasn't looking right. I just, I wasn't looking You were on a lot of dating
1: sites. I was just going to say that.
0: We've both been on dating sites, and that is another subject I want to discuss at a later time Hmm. on a different podcast, but (laughs) because there are some really great stories. That could take a day or two, but yes, that'd be great. (laughs) Be a long one. (laughs) Um, My point is, I wasn't looking for a relationship to get married again. I was Hmm. looking for companionship, I Hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't ever settle. You know, people, people would say to me, people being my friends, and you know who you are, by the way, <laughs> you would all say, Oh, my God, you are so fucking picky. And I'm like, I'm not picky. I just, I'm not gonna settle. I know mm-hmm. who I want. And none of these idiots are it, you know, <laughs> so I, I just, I really thought I would be single the rest of my life.
1: And well, I was okay wore.
0: with, I know, and I was okay with that,
1: <laughs> honestly. Yeah, no, I get that, and I, 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 don't, I don't know if I would have been okay with that. I mean, I was, I was on the dating site, but and then we're getting in, into another story. But when we met on there, I was kind of like, well, if this doesn't work, uh, this is just so much time, it's so much effort. Yeah, <clears throat> it just didn't seem like if this, if this didn't work, it wasn't gonna. I'm not gonna do this anymore. <laughs> but so yeah I think I was looking for the same you know it was initially at least the the relationship or companionship and a good friend and someone that I you know could maybe go further with maybe not and obviously we we did yeah
0: yes we I would say though we definitely lucked out because you know I always say like when I became a realtor I really realized how crazy people are mm-hmm. but Prior to that, when I became single and did the online dating thing, it's amazing how many truly certifiably crazy people there are out there that, that, you know, sell themselves, I guess, as a normal human being. And then you meet them and you're like,
1: who the fuck are you? (laughs) Like, you
0: are not the person I've been talking to.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Oh, my God. It's so weird. (laughs)
0: All right, so I, I'm just going to end it there because uh, the next one can be about online dating, but uh, one down the road anyway. So thank you for joining me, babe. I thank you for having it. me. No, well,
1: always hope, good to
0: talk. I hope people really kind of get something out of this. You know, divorce sucks. I mean, it just horrible. sucks. Yeah. Whether you're the one asking for the divorce or not, right? It sucks. You know, don't think that you're never going to get through it. I, I, I was really very lonely for a while and thought, you know, God, this just sucks so much. I, I didn't I don't mean that as I was thinking of ending my life because I was not. But I just thought it sucks to be this sad. Mm-hmm. You know, and it took me a very long time to not be sad anymore. By the time I had met you, I had been divorced for 10 years, so I was long past the sad part. Um, so anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you would like to comment on this or any other show, you can do so by reaching out to me at lifewithasherryontop@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Talk to you
1: soon. Bye-bye.